0: Heather bought me her list of requirements, so let's check them out. He must be between 30 and 45, financially stable, no kids, 5'10 or taller, no hookups or flings, ready to settle down, no roommates, no smoking, must love dessert and can't be anti-sugar. Must be uh, honest, reliable, sweet and kind, quick-witted, romantic, must love food, must pay on the first date, no flowers on the first date, must be a social drinker, and must never wear sweatpants. Okay, well, we got some more requirements, but we don't have no more room."
1: This is Heather, and she has a list of over 50 requirements that she expects her boyfriend to have. Now, many of the women in the audience laugh at her during this segment, but I imagine that if they were asked about their requirements, they would have a list very similar in length. Despite her low value, Heather expects to get her perfect 10 out of 10 guy who can meet all 50 or more of her requirements, and she wonders why she's single. Just for comparison, I bet I can sum up what most men want in just three things. She must be attractive, she can't be a bitch, and she must be a good housewife. By the way, there are guys out there who will date all types of physical appearances, so this is really mostly an issue of personality. As for Heather, let's calculate some numbers. She wants a 10 out of 10 guy, and for the sake of argument, let's start her off as if she were a 10. Something that is immediately noticeable is that Heather has crazy eyes, and that takes off at least two points. Now she's an eight. I don't know her age, but she looks very close to 30, and that knocks another point off her score. In her requirements, she says that a man cannot be against sweets because she owns a dessert business and he must love food. Why are those requirements? because she needs an excuse to get fat. She already looks like she's gained weight and is trying to hide it. Her dress is not form-fitting and it has a seam at her belly button which forces the fat rules down so that she doesn't get a muffin top. Be aware that women have all kinds of tricks to hide how fat they are. The key giveaway is the size of her arms. That right there knocks off a minimum of one point, probably more in the future. And now she's a six. Last, She has a frosting business, which means that either she is going to be gone all the time so the kids in the home aren't going to be taken care of, or she's going to expect you to dole out the cash and float her failing business. That's minus two points. So she wants a guy who is a 10 out of 10 when she at best is a four. Guys,
0: let let me get one of the pillars over here. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's see must be adventurous, must be humble, must be spontaneous, must be a planner, can't be self-centered, can't be cocky, must love dogs, can't own a dog from a breeder, can't be jealous of her dog, and can't own a cat. The hell, what?
1: (laughs) Heather wants her man to be spontaneous and unpredictable. How is he supposed to do that when she has micromanaged him down to the exact person he has to be? There's no room for surprises because he might ruin the relationship by admitting that his favorite season is fall.
2: I'm the founder and CEO of my own frosting company.
1: Wow, look at those titles. Founder and Chief Executive Officer. Why? Because you're the only employee? I can't imagine working for a control freak like her where everything about a person needs to be to her liking down to the exact detail. Look at this. She has four different rules on dogs. He has to be a dog lover, but he can only adopt shelter dogs? Jeez, you're like a vegan who attacks other vegans for not being vegan enough. People who are being managed hate it when you give them 30 different things to do. All that's going to assure is that nothing is going to get done. By comparison, she has more rules specifically about dogs than most men do about the entire relationship. Is this what women consider healthy? The way you actually manage people, and this goes for everyone, is to keep rules simple, but to pick rules that are important enough to encompass multiple things. So when a man says he wants a woman that's attractive, what does attractive mean? I can tell you from me that it means she can't be fat, she can't have tattoos, she can't have any weird piercings. What does it mean to be a good housewife? It means she has to be home, it means she has to be able to cook, it means she has to be able to clean, and it means she has to be good with kids. Those two rules and the third cover a lot of areas and what they do is allow the details that are unsaid to be positively interpreted by the other person. When you give them that freedom, they often think of something better than what you thought of. And because they thought of it, they will own it and work harder to achieve that positive thing. By giving someone an exhaustive list, you are just saying, I am always right and I don't trust your ability to think and make decisions. So when you treat people like that, don't be surprised that they can't think or make good decisions. People like to discover things for themselves, which is why most people hate it when you spoil a movie. They want mystery in how a good interaction should occur with the person they are talking to. When you give someone a list of 50 rules, there is no room to explore. And that's bad for both parties. If you are a man and you follow every asinine rule on that list, then she will get bored because there's nothing about you to discover and you will get dumped there needs to be some mystery in what you say to people so they can figure out what you mean on their own. If you get that right, and you have provided value to the person, then they will jump to figure out how to serve you in a positive way. Okay, he can't
0: be jealous of your dog.
2: So the last guy I dated, he admitted after a few months that he was jealous of my dog and he was kind of mean to my dog in the beginning. And he said that I gave my dog more attention than I gave to him. Did you? Well, I mean, my dog never fought with me.
1: Your dog doesn't fight with you because if it does, you won't feed it. That's clearly what she wants. A slave. And that's why men are kicking her to the curb. If she wanted a real relationship like she claims she does, then the question she should be asking is, what did I do to make him jealous of my dog? But instead, she blames him for the wrongdoing and just adds another thing to the list why exactly is this woman a catch
0: see if you're looking for a guy with all of that yeah i don't know that he exists
2: no no he's got to exist you okay. don't think so
1: looks like she's planning a future with a lot of dogs let's get to the second example and it's more pathetic than the first
3: y'all this is my question i am a single mom i have a full-time career i work very hard very responsible
1: a single mother and she calls herself responsible. I wouldn't say that, but okay.
3: But I get the typical blonde, big boobs, tattoos. That's how guys kind of see me. And, you know, I have a really huge personality, like really big, sometimes it's like, "Eh." my mom's like, you need a filter, but that's just how I am.
1: Right, a huge personality. Maybe it's just me but I've noticed this behavior a lot in women. Women love to display their negative traits as a positive. I have a huge personality and that's just the way I am. I'm really honest up front and people just can't seem to handle my honesty. Uh, hello? That's not a good thing. If you have a personality that is turning people away, then by definition, you have a bad personality. She's even stated that people have warned her about her personality and she has refused to listen. When women say things like, I have a huge personality, that's just code for, I'm a bitch.
3: Um, but I guess my main thing is, you know, like, I'm seriously almost done with dating. It's like four years I have not had a date. I have never had a guy pick me up from my house and take me on a date in my entire life. Ever. What's your address? (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: I, I mean, it, it's just so simple, but keep going, keep going. So, I
3: guess, like, my main thing is, is so, like, like, why is it that men can't get past the exterior? Because, I mean, I, I have a lot to offer. I'm funny as hell. I mean, really. <laughs> I'm funny.
1: The whole premise of this segment is that she, as a woman who has not had a date in four years, is saying that men only want her because she's attractive. She's blonde, has big boobs and has tattoos. First of all, most men don't find tattoos attractive. Second, have you stepped on a scale recently? Third, have you looked at your birth certificate recently? This chick looks like she's almost 40 and is borderline obese. Men don't care if women are funny. That's something that women care about. If you haven't realized that, and you haven't realized that being a single mother is a huge negative, that it means you don't care about what men want the reason you can't attract a man is because you aren't a good partner.
0: No one has ever come to your house and picked you up. No. That's your fault. Because you, (laughs) listen to me, you gotta have some type of requirements and standards. If you can't come get me and pick me up, you can't have me. The reason you're not getting invited out on dates is because you won't create the persona that you're special. You just won't appear special enough because you're so busy being funny as hell. So busy being this light to the world.
1: Come on, Steve. She knows that if she has those standards, all the guys are going to pass because she doesn't have very much value as a 40-year-old, overweight, tattooed single mother. When you don't have a lot of value. You can't make demands. Her having high standards is like a minimum wage employee saying to his boss, I don't like being paid minimum wage. If I don't get paid $50 an hour, then I'm not going to work here. Okay, you're fired. You aren't worth $50 an hour. That's what she wants. She wants a six figure salary Romeo when at best, all she can do is be a sugar mama for a 20 year old guy who works at McDonald's. And it's not like she was born that way. From how she describes herself, she was probably born attractive and then became unattractive through bad decisions that she states she is not willing to change. She is not willing to change her huge personality that turns people off, and very likely she is not willing to lose weight. The reality is that she probably had many chances to land a guy that she says she wants, but squandered it by being high maintenance and only offering sex as a point of value. Women who do this, this is your future. Notice how she didn't state that she could cook or she was willing to take care of kids or anything else men value outside of physical attractiveness. Don't be surprised that men only want you for your looks when that's all you bring to the table. However, she seems to just want to blame men instead of fixing her defects. These two women from these segments aren't looking to change. They're looking for someone to validate their bad behavior. In terms of the first girl, Heather, you can tell by her body language that her dream was to go onto the Steve Harvey show, write out her list of a hundred rules a guy has to follow to be in a relationship with her, and then have Steve say, Oh my god, these guys are just ridiculous. You don't have high standards, you just know exactly what you want. You have so much to offer, you're a businesswoman, you're strong and intelligent. You can have any man you want. That is exactly what she wanted to hear. Here's the evidence. They sent her on a date with a guy with a higher number than her, and she rejects them instantly.
0: Please welcome Colin. How about you go out and see if you can enjoy him, and if he can enjoy you? And promise me one thing, we're not discussing the list.
3: The date is going really well. Um, It was nice to kind of converse with her away from the lights.
2: I would like there to be a second date, but Again, he lives in D.C. and I'm not going to ever live in D.C. I have no desire to live in D.C. So what do they call it, geographically undesirable? I think that might be the case.
1: Look at those crazy eyes, my friend. She didn't take any of the advice to lower her standards because she didn't want advice. It's the same with the second girl. She wants Steve to say, you are so beautiful, your boobs and your tattoos are fantastic. Oh, you're a single mother? Wow. You must work really hard and love your children so much. I can't imagine why men aren't jumping to take you on a date and treat you like the queen that you are. And actually Steve kind of did that. His co-host did it too. Do you think she's going to make any positive changes when they just validated her bad behavior? One thing I've noticed about people who are highly valuable is that they tend to have a sense of what other people want, which makes sense because you don't build wealth or value on your own without knowing what people want. I imagine it's because they are constantly asking themselves, what do people find valuable? The reality is that if you are properly asking that question and you are constantly working to be the best version of yourself, then you won't have a problem finding people to be around you. People will naturally gravitate toward you when you are being desirable. What these chicks are looking for instead is a trick to gain the system. How can I trick these guys into liking me without working on myself? That doesn't work. That's called manipulation. And even if it does work, it will always backfire because eventually the person is going to realize that you have no value. Oh wait, this shit cares more about her dog than she does about me. Bye. If people don't naturally want to engage with you, they don't want to be your friend. If they aren't jumping to trust you with certain tasks or give you opportunities or listen to your ideas, it's because you aren't compelling them. Now, a part of that could be that you haven't properly placed yourself in an area where you're valuable. That happens. It could be that you aren't a good communicator, or it could legitimately be that you don't have any value, but that's not a big deal because you can fix all of those things. There are so many people out there who put way more effort into dancing around the problem instead of actually solving it. We have ways to solve these things. Start working hard, start thinking about what's most important to you. Start asking people what is most important to them and start taking criticism. When you do that over a period of a few years, magically, people will want to be around you. Magically, they will start listening to you and magically you will start attracting better people who don't act like these women from the Steve Harvey show. But with that said, that will be enough for this video. If you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon or Subscribestar, All of those links are on my channel page and they're in the description. Last, don't forget to check me out on BitChute and now Facebook. Both of those links are also in the description and on my channel page. Other than that, thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next video.